on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, and Hawks are with you on a Monday after Division Round Weekend in the NFL. The championship games are set. we got a lot to do today. Brad Spielberger, Pro Football Focus, will join us. We'll dive. First thoughts on the two games next weekend. And, of course, a lot of reaction to what we saw the last couple days. I mean, I, I think we could just start with the last thing we saw, and then we'll work our way through. I mean, unders went 4-0 and this weekend. A couple dogs covered 1-1 outright, obviously, with the Bengals. But the Cowboys last night to wrap up the division around weekend. They had a chance. I mean, we talked about that game. It was a lower-scoring game that they, maybe all of us thought. But they had a chance last night to win that game. Dak Prescott was not good. And whatever McCarthy was doing in the last two minutes of the game, I feel like we had this conversation last year, Joe. We did this last year against the Niners, a few minutes to go, and it's just bonehead coaching, punting with two minutes to go, and then whatever that last play was. Like, what was that? What did I watch yesterday? I I don't know. I don't know. My 10-year-old son that started watching football just this season was like, I don't understand what they were trying to accomplish with that last play. I don't either, Jack. I have no idea what was happening. He knows nothing. And uh, anybody that knows anything, they're like, what was that? Uh, nobody knew. That was a game that I didn't have much of an opinion on. The ones that I had strong opinions on, those went well. We'll get to those uh, coming up. Yes, a lot of the takeaways will be on the Dallas side. And will they be making a move at head coach? But I have just as many, many if not more, takeaways on San Francisco and the point spread that we're seeing for the NFC Championship game would suggest there are a lot of questions about this Niners team because Purdy, we, we talked time and time again about how this is going to be his toughest test, and that was by far his least impressive uh, performance that we saw, and nobody got to 20 in this game. Nobody can get to 20 points. I, I commend the defenses for their performances, but on the, on the flip side, you've got to look at Dak with the two early interceptions. I mean, just stupid football. I, I Here's what I think, Joe G, because I know where you're going. You're wondering if McCarthy uh, should get fired. Yes, he should, but we try to figure out what these teams are going to do. I don't think McCarthy is going to get fired, and I don't think it has anything to do with what Jerry said. I'm not worried about that um, after the game. But what they're going to do is, is they're going to go back to the well and say, well, Dak injury, Dak bad season, We're not. that's not repeatable. That's not going to happen again. Some fluky things happen. Diggs dropped the interception. Pollard got hurt. Maybe they're going to finally admit that he's our best running back because they had to give a, a lot of time to Zeke, Aaron, and uh, it, did, it did not go well. Kind of like that Maher extra point. <laughs> yeah, the Maher. Oh, my gosh, that was – interesting to start um maybe he doesn't have the yips but wow yeah it just seems like another year same result for dallas what is this 12 consecutive playoff appearances and no nfc championship appearance for them they we had talked about it you know it's just hard to trust dak i mean he didn't throw an interception last week which kind of felt like he was due and of course he had two um i think he gets a lot of the blame here as well as McCarthy. Um, but they've got a lot of uh, unrestricted free agents, the Cowboys do, and some decisions to make, including Tony Pollard. And even Cooper Rush, who was pretty good uh, because Dak always seems to be injured and misses a few games every year as well. Does anybody really believe they could have won that game with Cooper Rush? I saw some of that. No. Does anybody really no. believe that? Okay. I'm, I'm just trying to make sure. I don't know what's going on with Dak, though. I mean, 
the dude is just way too hyped up and just doesn't seem to live up to expectations. I do think he needs some of the blame, but maybe that's just Cowboys Nation. <laughs> I can't do the Dak thing. I mean, I, it's just hard to trust the guy. Yeah, he's he's fine. He's not a championship quarterback. They're, and they're not close. No. They had moments this year like, ooh, they're interesting. But overall, they're not good enough. They're not. It's the same story with Dallas. It has been for a long time. So Dallas loses the Niners to the title game. But the other game yesterday, that's where we got our upset. We were, we were wondering last week, I was wondering, are we going to get any of these underdogs to win outright? Because mm-hmm. I thought the four best teams were the four home teams. But we got one, and it was the Bengals. And, you know, the Bills all year, they were, the, they were looked at as the best team. But there was just something off, Joe, all year. The turnovers by Josh Allen, they couldn't run the ball when they needed to. There was just something like it wasn't quite what we thought it was going to be preseason. And they got punched them out yesterday. The better quarterback beat them. I mean, it, it wasn't close. That game, I know there were moments like, oh, here come the Bills, but they never actually mounted a comeback, ever. It was just a Bengals game. Nope. Better send those refunds. Send those refunds. Joey B with the line right after the game. You know, that was that was something I think that we, we missed on. We, we didn't miss on the game. Uh, we, we all like the Bengals. We said this is way too many points, and – and the, over, the offensive line, what an overreaction that was. And that proved to be true with all those replacements. Oh, the great Jonah Williams and his 13 sacks allowed. I mean, we kept talking about it. This offensive line has sucked for three years. But the entire time that Joe Burrow's been there, and look where he is again after taking the team to the Super Bowl last year. Like, come on. Like, how, mu- how much worse can they possibly be? It's not like you're going to have two offensive linemen out there. They were going to have five guys that, are, that yeah. are in the league. So it proved not to be that big of a deal. And for them to dominate in the trenches is a joke. That's a joke. It's one thing to say they can get by. And we thought they could. That Burrow would find a way with the weapons that they have on offense and the coaching that they have on this team. I mean, their defensive coordinator is just – he's going to get a job. I wonder if it's this year – or next, but they're going to lose their defensive coordinator for damn sure. I mean, they get it done in the second half again, like they do seemingly every single week. And you're right, Joe. This is about Josh Allen. Some of the reaction that I was seeing or hearing out of Buffalo was like, you've got to fire Leslie Frazier. No, 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 no. That is, that's the wrong opinion from this game. You've built this entire team, this entire offense, around Josh Allen being great. And he's got to be great for you. He didn't take the next step this season. That's the bottom line. When when it comes down to, I'm going to say it was a failure, even though you had, what, 13 regular season wins. The season was a failure. You didn't even make the AFC title game. I mean, that's what that was all about for them, to at least get there. Um, You know, fire Leslie Frazier, what a joke. This is McDermott's defense. McDermott's defense. You scored 10 points. 10 points at home, AFC divisional round. That's the joke. And then, man, are they missing Dayball? You see it. They are missing Dayball. Ken Dorsey is not Dayball. And they were very concerned about losing Dorsey a year ago to the Giants organization. They were able to keep him, and it, it didn't go well this year. And, uh, Joe G, watching that game, I was thinking of you because you have said it again and again that playing in Buffalo is a weather disadvantage for this team, and it snowed throughout. They're just – they're not built for their home stadium. It's, it's amazing that they yeah. haven't thought of this. It's like – I thought they had an advantage if they got to that neutral site game, playing in a dome, get them out of cold weather. They're not built for it. And Aaron Joe mentioned about uh, Josh Allen. I think he gets the blame for this one. And, 
Look, he's obviously a really talented quarterback. He might win an MVP one day. He's really good. But at some point, like, he's got to go through Mahomes and Burrow every year to get to the Super Bowl. He's the third guy. They're better mm-hmm. than yeah. him. Every time he plays them, they outplay him. That's what happens in the playoffs. Whether it's by a little bit or a lot, they outplay that guy. And I don't know, this Bills thing, it looked like it was destiny, but, boy, disappointing. Disappointing, but the Bengals, like, that's the team. It's been for two years now. They're the team. They're the team that we should trust these big games. And, I mean, uh, Joe Burrow sacked only once. The offensive line really stepped up, and that Mm -hmm. Bengals team played well in all three phases. I was thinking about it, like the Bills only putting up 10 points, and it's crazy how they they were like Super Bowl favorites. I know I had them number one in my power rankings for a majority of the season, and it's like, what happened? And then the Bengals have kind of been up and down too. I mean, I think we all knew with Joe Burrow what they're capable of, and they just proved they're the better team. And, you know, I think it was Ryan Clark was saying a lot of it is, you know, Joe Burrow's mentality and maybe some other quarterbacks like Josh Allen have better uh, talent, but I don't know. I mean, Joe Burrow is definitely making a case that he is one of the best quarterbacks in the league right now. They, they, they haven't lost since that Cleveland game. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> that, that Browns game that people remember was at Halloween night, Monday night football, uh, the, it was the first game without Jamar Chase when he was out for an extended period of time. That's their last loss. Like, it, it, we're not talking about them in that matter. Oh, San Francisco and their winning streak. People are go, going nuts over that. What about what the Bengals have done? They haven't lost since October. And their defense, Joe, you mentioned the coordinator. He's going to get a job. They held the Bills to 10 points. Burrow doesn't mm-hmm. make mistakes. They, they chase is unguardable. Like they it's, it's last year all over again. And here they are going back to Kansas city. just like last year. And I also think Zach Taylor doesn't get a lot of credit either. You know, we talk about so many other head coaches and Zach Taylor just kind of, like, he, he doesn't well, get a lot of credit for what they've done. I, I think a lot, a lot of what that is, is the offense, the quote offensive masterminds that get all the credit. They don't have the great quarterback like Shanahan gets a lot of the credit in, in part because he doesn't have an elite quarterback. So, like, um, McVay was getting a lot of the credit when, because when? Because he got to the Super Bowl with golf, golf right? right. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, that's part of it. Like, I think people don't know how much credit to give him because he's got that quarterback-receiver awesome combo uh, to, to start things with. And then I guess Andy Reid, like we give him credit, but maybe just because he's been in the right. league so much longer yes. and he already built up that credibility, whereas Zach Taylor being a younger coach, I could see the point, you know. Is it is it yeah. Zach Taylor? How much credit does he get or is this all Joe Burrow? Either way, they're in an AFC title game again for the second straight year. And like Joe said, they haven't lost since Halloween. I mean – <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to the early lines of these games. I like them again. I like the Bengals here to get back to the Super Bowl. Let's talk mm. about Saturday quickly. The Eagles mm-hmm. and the Giants. I mean, once in a while, a playoff game is over in five minutes. And that playoff game was over in five minutes. You just knew it. Eagles go oh, right down man. the field. The Goddard touchdown. Then the Giants go for, they go for fourth and eight from like the, the Eagles, their own 40, Eagles 40 yard line. They don't get it sacked. And it's like, uh oh, the route's going to be on here. That game, it was not even competitive. That, that was a just route. The Giants didn't belong. I mean, we said it last week. They weren't no. that good. The, the hype on them. If I had to hear one more person compare them to the 07 Giants, I was going to lose my mind. They're not even in the same stratosphere. <laughs> where, where was that? Where are these idiots? Network. 
And oh my god! I almost lost it. I was like, wait a second, that team had Tom Who Coughlin and Michael Strahan. Oh, Who I, said that? I, I forget what show it was. I forget names. It was I need names. I'm JD. There. It, uh, maybe the graphic was up there, and I almost lost it. That team, get him out, get him out. Eagles obviously That's a Choke. That's a joke. They won the fraud bowl. They were the fraud that came out of that, and they got their ass kicked. Like I love that result for many, many reasons. One because that was my favorite side of the week. I, we we talked about it. The mismatch. It it was going to be the forty eight twenty two game we saw, and that was giving the Giants way too many credit, too much credit because they didn't come close to the twenty two points uh at a friend's house watching the game my phone is blowing up when boston scott gets into the end zone <laughs> like throughout the week every show i did on here on the score like various hits around the country and odyssey stations i made sure to bring up boston scott and for that one to hit it was like it felt like the world was on that at any time touchdown at four to one i mean it's exactly what we thought they ran and ran and ran 268 rushing yards and the Giants could do nothing. And Aaron, your favorite quarterback in the world, Daniel Jones, could do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I faded him. But I did want to bring up Kenneth Gainwell. Where have you guys oh been hiding God. this guy? He rushed for yeah. 112 yards. So Never even mad. really heard of him. Had to Google him. He's like a fifth-round pick. I'm like, you need to use this guy more. I think he's legit. More of Kenny Gainwell, please, Joe G. So, so what do you think? I, I forget. I don't remember what's bringing the number up. I wonder what his number was to lead the, the weekend in Russia. I don't this, know. This, this is what I'm mad about. We talked every day about this game, that they're going to run the ball, control the game, and the Giants won't be able to do anything to stop it. They were arguably the worst rush defense uh, in the NFL, right? We talked about that every day. But, like, never looked at Kenny, Kenneth Gainwell for rushing leader of the divisional <laughs> round. Like, that would have been a monster hit. Oh, was he so even on the man. board? Oh, my gosh. I mean, he, he had, like, was. 35 yards, 17, 5, 15. Nobody would have predicted him going for 112. <laughs> Boston Scott was 90 to 1. So, Gainwell had cream. to be over 100. Yeah, I mean, it would, it would have wow. been an amazing hit. Great weekend. Yeah. We'll come back more on the divisional round, including Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs, they get by, but Mahomes is banged up as we head towards the AFC Championship. And that's next on the Beck UL Network.